Hi, Owen Davis here again from Leefield Real Estate and here this time with an accountant, Jeff Banks. Hi, uh, welcome. Um, uh, I've known Jeff for a while. Um, you've uh, been an accountant for a long time. I'll let you say how long, but... Um, Way too long. <laughs> um, but uh, Jeff's worked with a lot of property investors over his time um, and so uh, I wanted to get him on to give, him, uh, give us his experience and uh, a bit of commentary. So Jeff, maybe uh, start off just telling us a bit about yourself um, and um, your, your history with being an accountant and working with property investors. Yes, well, thanks, Owen. Uh, we started off a practice called Banks Consultancy, and we ran a tagline, Not Your Ordinary Accountant. Now, that meant that we went that little bit extra. Yep. We, we did a lot more stuff for clients than what you would think the, maybe the normal compliance type accountant did. Yep. But we got very seriously into what the clients wanted to do, and particularly with property. And that manifests itself in you know, speaking from stage, doing a lot of that sort of stuff, yep. and particularly talking around not just the investment, but the structure of the investment, looking okay. to looking to make sure that the light at the end of the tunnel yep. didn't end up being a freight train coming to run you over. Right. And that, for me, that's really important. It, it, one of the things I hate in, in property investment yep. is negative gearing for negative gearing's um, yep. thing. And, and just making sure that clients understand that- It's if, good as a bonus, but it shouldn't be the main reason. Exactly right, yep. because if, if you're in investment simply for the tax refund, you're not doing it right. Yep. The, the, the ultimate goal just isn't there. Yep. And, and looking at, uh, yes, I can have a short-term gain, but if I don't have the long-term outcome, yep. there's no point. Why should I invest money into things that don't give me that, that big return? Yeah. So that's one of the things from you know, looking to speak to multitudes of people from stage and what have you, sitting there and, and captivating them with ideas of tax problems and all that sort yeah. of stuff. It's easy. I yeah. can do that. I can scare the crap out of people. But it's not. <laughs> that's not what an accountant should be doing. Yeah. An accountant should be a partner, a silent partner in your business if that's what we're talking about, to, to make sure you get to your goals. And I can tell, you stand on stage and you say to people, okay, so, and I did this the other day. I was on a stage with about 500 people and asked yep. those in the audience who didn't have an accountant, you know, two thirds of the people in the room didn't put up their hand. Wow! And that's a scary concept. Well, well actually, that's a good question that you you just uh, came to mind for me. What what do you advise that people should ask when they're looking for an, an accountant when they're a property investor? Oh, how, good, how, how, excellent question. How, how how should they interview an accountant? First thing they should not do is ask how much money you're going to get me back. Right. That is the worst way okay. of starting a relationship with an accountant because if, if you want someone to work with you, you want them to work towards here, not here, right? So we, we talk about the long-term goal. We talk about why are we investing? Well, I suggest that we're investing so that we end up riding off into the sunset in the manner in which we want to become <laughs> accustomed. And if property is the way we want to go... It's like planning the wedding instead of... Uh, sorry, planning the marriage instead of just the wedding. Exactly right. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, we just need to make sure that the whole thing works. Yeah. yeah. We can set up things today to make us get a, a, a refund. Oh, classic case. I had a client the other day came to me on a, on a half a million dollar salary. Yep. I've got to have a negatively geared property. I've got to have a negatively geared property. Right. And I said to him... Why? And that's the first question your accountant should always ask you is why do right. you want to do this? Right? So you get all your financial planner for that matter. So he wanted to put in place a, um, a regime for his three girls so that he could sell the properties off and send them to university. Okay. 
good plan. Yeah. But he, he thought, oh, okay. Well, if it's only it. negative. If it's only negatively geared, he wasn't going to make the profit. Yeah, it might not necessarily make the profit. But if he was going to make the profit, if he was truly investing, then he was going to have a profit. So short term, yes, I was going to get a refund. But each time I sold one of those properties, capital gain. At $500,000 taxable income, significant tax bill. Yeah. And and I said to him, look... So always start with the goal in mind. With the goal in mind. And if the accountant starts with that, then... Get up with a much better plan. Okay. You say to him, well, okay... I'm, I want your written on paper that you're not going to scream like a stuck pig when I hand you the tax, capital gains tax bills. And he's looked at me blankly and said, well, hang on, what do you mean? I said, yeah. well, if we set up a discretionary trust for those girls, put the properties in there, yes, we won't be able to take the negative gear in the short term, yeah. but when they, it comes time for them to sell the property for their university fees, mm. are they going to be earning an income? No. Therefore, the capital gain we can distribute to them because we have discretionary powers of the trust. Right. Distribute it out to someone who's got a much lower income yep. and the tax impact is much less. Mm. Ergo, I have more money for my girls yep. for the university education. Okay. Sitting and thinking long term yep. as opposed to the short term. Yeah. Big, okay. big That's the sort of thing you should be talking to your accountant about. Why am I doing this? Okay. All right. Thank you. Um, very good points. Now, the market at the moment, uh, it's, especially here in Sydney, it's uh, quite up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure if anyone can hear, but there's lots of construction going on <laughs> in the background right here. Yeah, there is a bit. Um, uh, so hopefully we don't pick up too much of it. But um, yes, there's what? still lots of construction going on. Mm-hmm. But, but um, what's, you know, with your experience of um, uh, being through these ups and downs in the property market before, mm-hmm. um, what, what's your um, take on where we are at the moment? At the moment in Sydney, obviously we're we're playing the game, and we're probably getting towards the bottom of the of the of the market at this particular point. Yeah. But with all investment, research is the key. Mm. It's all about knowing mm. what you want. And if you're looking for something short term, yep. you shouldn't be in Sydney. If you're looking for something long term, maybe Sydney is the answer. Yeah. You know, it will come back. There is nothing sure. You know, if you look at the statistics over time. So you've seen this many times before. Absolutely. Yeah. Now back yep. in. Back in the uh, late 80s, we bought a house out of the overdraft for $240,000 because I'm not sure whether your people remember interest rates of 18%. It was actually cheaper to buy the house out of the overdraft than it was to get a home loan. And we sold that 18 months later for three times what we bought it for. And where do you think the economy is at the moment? Because there's many people saying that, uh, especially with uh, the credit crunch we're going through, could possibly put us into a recession at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I I tend to agree with that. I think things are going to tighten up. I think the banks are doing fiscal policy for the government and for the Reserve Bank um, themselves uh, without reference back to the Reserve Bank or to government policy. And yes, I think think this tightening up we're seeing at the moment is only going to get tighter. Okay. And the proposed um, negative gearing changes that the um, uh, Labor Party, who at this stage is looking at mm-hmm. uh, possibly winning the federal election in a few weeks' time, um, what's your take on that? I think, I actually, not a Labor voter, but I think that particular policy is a good one. I don't think, personally, that taking the, the loss and getting a refund for it now in an investment strategy is yep. actually the right way to go. I, I okay. actually think that policy has merit. I don't okay. agree with it, but it has merit. Right, okay. So the distinction between the brand new properties and uh, the older properties? Um, yeah. The changes to the depreciation um, rules that they went through not so long ago 
It's really done most of the job. Done most of the job, exactly. Yeah. Uh, if so, the little tweaks that they're they're really doing aren't really going to make no, a huge not, di- not difference. The short term. Not in the short term. Okay. And and given that we we've had very little retrospective taxation over the years, mm. our bottom of the harbour was the one thing that got really savage. But that at the end of the day, that was never ever um, tax planning. That was just t- sheer tax evasion. Yeah. Um, Governments tend to just do things going forward. So we've got to play with the rules as they are today. Yeah. Right. And then if rules change, then we look at our structure, we look at the way we're doing things, and we make the changes accordingly. Okay. That, that's the other thing we need to do. You can, structure is never, ever set and forget. Structure okay. is, you, know, you look at each transaction, and that's what I think being an accountant and being like a silent partner in a person's business, and investing is a business, don't get me wrong. Mm. You know, we talk about investment, we talk about people in business. At the end of the day, it's all about making money. Okay. And if we're not considering keeping as much money as possible, mm. then we're not doing the right thing. We're not getting to our goal as fast as what we possibly should be. Okay. And right. I think a lot of people move away from asking accountants because they think they only do one thing, and that's doing the taxes. Yep. And that's not right. A good accountant works with people to get to their goals. Okay, all right. Well, that might be a good point to um, to end on. So Fair thank right. you very much, Jeff. No problem at all. Uh, and, unless you've got any other uh, gems that you'd like to share? Uh, the only, if there's one thing to take yeah. away from here is your accountant should be a silent partner in whatever you do, be okay. it business or investment. All right, thank you, Jeff. And um, if people wanted to reach out to you, um, where's the best place that they can find you? Uh, on our... Uh, uh, in our office, probably, um, 02840467000 or right. jeff.banks at mwl.com.au. All right, there you go. And uh, for everyone listening on the podcast or if you're seeing us on uh, YouTube or any of the other social media, um, if you have any further questions, please reach out to us um, and or topics for, for future um, in, uh, interviews, uh, please let us know. Um, I'm Owen Davis from Leafield Real Estate. Thanks. Bye. Bye.